This, this is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida, U.S.A. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Hope you had a magnificent Thanksgiving 2015. Hope you enjoyed your turkey. And by all means, I hope there was no tofurkey or any sort of vegan protein products serve in place of the happy bird on your Thanksgiving. As always, lieutenants, we come to you front and center and we enjoy the good life. And on this Thanksgiving, post-Thanksgiving weekend, we will celebrate cigars, we will celebrate spirits, we will celebrate delicacies, and most importantly, we will celebrate great fellowship and camaraderie because I have with me the entire cast and crew of the Cigar Dave Show as we just came off another award-winning 2015 Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at the Rock Seminole Hard Rock Tampa. Quite an interesting Alpha Pleasure Fest. We will get into it, but nonetheless, we are all here enjoying great company, and that's what it's all about. Long-ass greetings and salutations, a long-ass snappy salute, Semper Delictatio. Always pleasure. America's alpha male front and center. Hope you had a magnificent Thanksgiving on Thursday. And while we come to you on Saturday, November 28th, live, coast-to-coast, we actually taped this the day after the Alpha Pleasure Fest. So we taped it this past Sunday because we've got the entire crew front and center with us. First, from my left to right, we've got voice telling Ed. Yes, sir, General, and it's so nice to see so many dry heads around this table because the last time we did this, it looked like a Brill Cream convention. Uh, well, you're exactly right. And I should, before we, we introduce <laughs> everyone else, uh, Ed, you bring up a good point. I should explain exactly the scenario, what took place <laughs> at the 2015 Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest. This has been a very unusual year of weather here in the Cigar City. And let's not blame it on global warming, on climate change. In, uh, I think, climactic records have been kept for, I don't know, 150 years. So it's a relatively minuscule amount of time in the billions of years, as Carl Sagan would say, billions. And, and Bernie, Bernie Sanders would say, billions and gazillions <laughs> and trillions of years that the Earth has been, uh, has been in existence. So I certainly am not one of these people that say, oh, because it's the warmest year on record that everything's going to hell. I don't buy that. Because if we really want accurate information, let's go back millions and billions of years. But we've had a very unusual uh, year in Tampa. It has been unbelievably warm. It has been unseasonably warm this fall period. And because of El Nino, we're experiencing more changeable weather in that normally in the winter, blue skies, temperatures low, the humidity drops. Yesterday, or again, we're taping this the day after the Alpha Pleasure Fest, even though we're airing it uh, the day after, uh, the two days after Thanksgiving. It was incredibly warm, and there were rounds and rounds of rain going through the uh, state of Florida. And I talked to several meteorologists here in the Cigar City, and they all said, well, General, it's going to be iffy. But as we got closer, 
They said you should be okay. There may be a light shower, but probably not. Well, a very small, isolated, heavy cell, maybe three, four miles wide, developed just south of the Seminole Hard Rock Casino, just east of downtown Tampa, and it poured starting at 11.45. Just as we were ready to rehearse with the band. That's exactly <laughs> right. We were ready to do our final preparations, and it absolutely came down, and there was no tent. Everybody was outside because in doing the event the Saturday before Thanksgiving for 18 years, we've never had any rain. It's the driest month traditionally. Well, not this year. You can't change uh, Mother Nature. So it got very wet, but we had a plan. I, I, I came out and I said to all of our crew, at 12.06 Eastern Time, we go on rain or shine. And uh, we had people that were under some of the cabanas. I went on the main stage with an umbrella. Voice Talent Ed, you were at your perch I next to me. I had an umbrella turned inside or upside down, and I had all my script on there because it was the only dry surface I could find. The letters were washing off of my pages. Yeah, and I've got the live uh, broadcast segment plan that we oh, go yeah, through. Oh, yeah, there it is. And it's, you can see it's all running, so, and I should probably take a picture of this, and we'll send this out. What a but mess. It was quite interesting. But at the end of the show, I always said it's not how you start. It's how you finish. And we certainly finished extremely strong. Everybody sure had did. a great time. And what was amazing is, as soon as the rain cleared by about 12.05, towels were uh, brought out by the uh, Seminole yep. Hard Rock, and people just took their place like nothing else happened. People enjoyed their cigars. They enjoyed their spirits. They enjoyed their libations. Nobody missed a beat. And at the end of the day, people said, General, this was the best event ever. <laughs> we, we had more compliments from everybody. They, yeah, sometimes they wanna... those adverse conditions make it even more interesting. Well, and I always say this. First of all, Mick, you brought this up. You said, General, what is the plan? And by the way, let me introduce everyone else. We've got from the European Theater of Operations, Colonel Mick the Brit. Still a pleasure to be here, General. Absolutely. And from the Western New York Theater of Operations, we've got Captain Paul. General, I, I actually love the rain because I saw all those wrinkled clothes out there, and I knew these dry cleaners in Tampa and other parts of the country, they were going to have a spike in business. I think everybody should send it to Colvin Cleaners if they want it Absolutely. done correctly. And then we've got uh, direct from the pooch pit. The hot and rainy pooch pit, Colonel Ange. Hey, General. Uh, yes, in fact, I've already got my Colvin Cleaners bag packed for Paul. I should probably just hand it to him, but you know what? I'll do it the right That's way. That's interesting because Cigar Mother Sister and I also have a bag. That we're gonna <laughs> <take him as> well. <laughs> All right, and we've got uh, Puff Muffin Lori, also known as Precious, her stage name when she's working at the Dollhouse across the street here. And we are coming to you, uh, we should tell you, from uh, one of the, the, the headquarters hotel. Uh, in the South Tampa area. Uh, just a very nice, uh, great setting for us to be able to enjoy cigars. And actually today, as we record this, the day after the Alpha Pleasure Fest, the Sunday after, it's actually nice. Little breeze. Beautiful. Temperature's nice. probably oh, low geez. 70s. General, I just thought I felt rain. Oh, it's, uh, no rain. <laughs> it's, and if it's, you did, we're covered. We it, don't it, care. It's Colonel Ange mixing his Bloody Mary. <laughs> <laughs> so Puff Muffin, outstanding job. Thank you. It was a pleasure to be there yesterday, and we did all handle it very well with the rain, I thought. Well, we're professionals, and as I always say, we're alphas, so we always have a plan, and I'll get to that momentarily. But also, let me bring in my executive officer, Exo Tim. Outstanding work yesterday, as always, Exo Tim. Thank you, sir. Turned out to be a fantastic day. Loved meeting all the people. We got to see the CARE Coalition again this year, and uh, it was a great event. And last but not least, the Portuguese princess. We always leave her last because she's a Patriots fan. Where they belong. <laughs> so we've got Portuguese princess Colleen. She did a great job ably assisting in the pooch pit once again, as did Mrs. Harem of One. And we should all say Lieutenant Gary and Mrs. Harem of One flew back 
to the Western New York Theater of Operations early this morning, but they did a fantastic job as well. Uh, Lieutenant Gary on uh, one of our video cameras, Mrs. Harem of one ably assisting yes. Colonel Ann. So, the, Portuguese princess, pit. great job. Good morning. Thank you, General. Now, I have a little bone to pick with Mick the Brits. I received a text message Who Friday afternoon saying, General, question, do you have a plan B if it rains tomorrow? Mick the Brits. Well, needless to say, I waited to respond to that because I was flabbergasted that this five-star would even be questioned on that. So my response, questioning these, uh, the impeccable planning of this five-star general is automatic grounds for court-martial and possible dismissal from the Alpha Army. Now, I will leave it to the rest of the executive officers uh-huh. here today to question this five-star, your, your, your leader who has led you for 20 years, very capably and ably, I might add, without any wussification or any detour from the mission that we have at hand, and that is to live the alpha male lifestyle and spread the alpha male good life gospel. For you to question me, Mick. General, may I first say there are no ifs, ands, or buts in your statement there for the prosecution. However, what I should have said was, what are your plans in case there is rain? That is correct. Absolutely. And, and we did uh, have a plan. And, uh, but we, again, looked at the weather, and what was interesting is it was a very small cell, 10, 12 minutes moved right by, and the rest of the day held out, and it was great. Well, General, in, in Mick's defense, the thing that we've come to realize is Mick typically does not have a plan A. <laughs> so oh, no, 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 you're wrong. Let me, you're wrong. Plan A is plan alcohol. <laughs> Actually, my plan is SYOP, seat of your pants. <laughs> well, we had a great time, and everybody, it turned out, a great chef Bill Gideon and yeah. uh, the entire crew at the Seminole Hard Rock off the charts. The food was Ooh, incredible, oh, oh. and we're going to enjoy some of the veal pastrami. Uh, later today in our post-pleasure uh, fest activities and festivities. But they did a great job. Davidoff, the cigars that people received were off the charts, including the Davidoff Escurio. Now everybody is enjoying all these cigars. You're enjoying that uh, Puro de Oro, exactly. Captain Paul. And that's a beautiful cigar. And the spirits that we had from Premier Beverage and Brown Foreman, the Jack Daniels, the Woodford Reserve, the Old Forster. In fact, it's interesting. I see a bottle of Old Forster uh, 1897, somebody must have slipped out. You must have been... Who, who got that? Well, General, here's the a, here's a deal. It's good to be friends with Samaye Dave. Yeah. There you go. And I should also thank Team Pepin because they had some fantastic beers as well. My good friend Bill Giesking and uh, his crew was just fantastic. And Vienna Fuente and her, uh, her great uh, uh, people that checked everybody in. It was really a team effort all the way around. And certainly you got to thank uh, Sergeant Steve, who's engineering our broadcast today. Our uh, VP in uh, char- charge of technical operations, Easy Ed Pendino, oh, an yeah. engineer I've been yeah. working with for uh, almost 18 years. And uh, we had uh, Private Eric did a great job. The entire crew, you cannot do it without a large crew uh, effort. And we definitely had that. And in spite of the rain, Everything went on, and I said we've we got 140 affiliate stations and all of our lieutenants worldwide that count on us at 12.06 Eastern time to be on, and we had the plan a few minutes before, and we went on, and we didn't miss a beat, even with the rain, whatever. That's why I am a five-star alpha and broadcast professional. Absolutely, General. <laughs> Mere amateurs would not know what to do, but a we true, handled it without a, without a problem. A true test of uh, an alpha male is how you handle the adversity. Well, you know, our good friend Captain Sai, who's over here, i got to introduce Captain Sai as well, always tells me, and he knows I'm an aviator and a pilot, 
it's not flying the planes the easy part. It's knowing what to do when something goes wrong and being able to handle it and right. not losing your cool. Correct, Captain Sy? Uh, General, I think that's exactly right. And uh, may I say that uh, you and I have... Uh, flown together either in aircraft or simulators. Am I about right this? About 300 hours to say the least? That's about that. And yeah. I will say this. I will say that it was no problem checking on the five stars decision making. You are an absolute natural, sir. Well, you got to be now. You got to be decisive, and uh, and and I think that's no matter what we do. And we talk about this, whether it is broadcast maneuvers, whether it's pleasure maneuvers, whether it's battling the enemies of pleasure, whether it's dealing with anything in life. And that's what we always talk about. And we're going to have a couple of stories about how a lot of these uh, these college students are not prepared. They are certainly very wussified and can't make decisions if their life depended on it. So we will get to that. We've got a great action-packed show. We've got uh, some great cigars, great spirits, and, of course, great conversational maneuvers, and we are thrilled that you are a part of it. I am Cigar Dave the General, along with our great cast and crew. We continue front and center our post-Thanksgiving edition of The Cigar Dave Show. You, you need to add some alpha to your Facebook news feed. By following The General, you'll get the latest intel in the world of cigars, info on the show each week, and see what The General is smoking. Click like at Facebook.com slash Cigar Dave. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. 
Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium Diamond Crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. Alpha Male Pleasure Maneuvers are now in progress. Please enjoy the Cigar Dave experience. We continue our post-Thanksgiving and post-Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at The Rock broadcast. And we hope you had a magnificent Thanksgiving. Where has the year gone? It has just flown by. It just seems like it was months ago we were conducting champagne and sparkling wine New Year's tasting maneuvers with Sommelier Dave. The year has absolutely flown. And our Alpha Pleasure Fest kind of ends the year in terms of all of our live events, and it was uh, certainly spectacular. And to those of you that did attend, we had people from Plano, Texas, from Alaska, from Iowa, from New York, from California, from obviously other parts uh, in Florida, Houston, Minnesota, Houston, you name it. They They came from far and wide. I was shocked at how far and wide they came, but everybody said, I'm coming back next year. So visitors, too, I noticed. We did, absolutely. Uh, voice Talent Ed, Mick the Brit, Captain Paul, Colonel Ange, Puff Muffin, Laurie Exo, Tim, Captain Cy, once again. And a couple of things that I would like to uh, get to. First up, those of you here in the Cigar City, we've got a big event coming up this coming Thursday, December 3rd, 5 to 7 p.m. at the ABC Fine Wine and Spirits Store on West Kennedy Boulevard, in Tampa. It's their uh, renovated brand new store. It's magnificent. We will be there from 5 to 7 p.m. specifically to launch the new Jack Daniels Single Barrel Select Special Cigar Dave edition that I selected back when I was at the Jack Daniels Distillery about five weeks ago. And uh, we've got a great event. We're going to have a, a cigars for people that purchase. You're going to get a Camacho American Barrel Aged Cigar when you purchase a bottle. And there's deals if you buy more than two bottles. And what is very cool, and you will see this, is that there is a tag, and it says specially selected for certified alpha males by Cigar Dave the General. So you will want to have one of these. It's a beautiful, uh, just wonderful tasting notes, caramel entry, little bit of sweetness, little bit of kick on the palate, but very, very smooth, nice and complex, an excellent, excellent uh, choice that we made. So Thursday, December 3rd, 
5 to 7 p.m., those of you in the Cigar City, join us. Be a tent right outside. We'll be enjoying some great cigars, and I'll be happy to sign your, uh, your bottle, and we'll do some sipping maneuvers. It will be absolutely magnificent. Now, speaking of magnificent, Colonel Ange. Yes, sir. Your menu that we did last week at the Alpha Pleasure Fest... And again, we are we recording this the day after the Sunday after the Alpha Pleasure Fest, and uh, even though we're airing this the Saturday after Thanksgiving, your menu was off the charts. Starting mm-hmm. with the Ike Daddy Sabers Burger and the Big Ben Bishop bur- bur- Burger, they were last night. We had a little post uh, post show party. I'll tell you, I just went to town on that Ike Daddy Sabers Burger. <laughs> And I even like the Ben Bishop burger, too. Yeah, General, first of all, let me say that it's definitely, as always, for the uh, uh, the Cigar Army, a team effort. It's the Portuguese Princess. It's uh, Puff Muff and Lori. Dave the Butcher, the newest member of our crew. Uh, Gina, uh, Harima One. These people all come into the pooch pit and make this a lot easier. So to start that off, to let you know that those burgers probably would have not been what they were if it wasn't for uh, the Portuguese princess. She's the one that decided they should be, they shouldn't be burgers. They should be monster burgers. So (laughs) what she did is she tried to find something that weighed as much as like one of her knees and put that together and put it on the grill. When I first looked at those burgers, I said, these will be done sometime today. (laughs) <laughs> and I mean a day after. But she did a great job, and I thank you, General. Those, uh, we never made them before. We did it, and it looks like it worked. They were, they were high-rise burgers, and you had that steak knife uh, that's through we, the center of them. Not, you know, what, not a toothpick. What did a you steak say knife to hold this burger Well, together. if Donald Trump yeah. was talking about the burger, he'd say, they're absolutely huge, huge, huge <laughs> beautiful, big, tall burgers. It was like one of his buildings. Well, you know, That's it, exactly it, it, right. It, it, Without it, all the gold it, leaf. Well, yeah. No yeah gold in general, leaf the whole burger. idea behind that is we had great Angus uh, Chuck that we were grilling. And Angus Chuck is what? It's steak. It's Angus steak. So just because it's a burger, General, I mean, we shouldn't play around with it. We, the Portuguese princess set it up like a steak, and we served it that way with a great big knife. And I thought that was a way to go, and she did a great job. Well, and also I should thank not only Dave the Butcher for his great tomahawks, uh, i got to thank the folks over at Premium Coffee Roasters in Buffalo, the Western New York Theater of Operations. Everybody received a special package of the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at The Rock a special roast, and actually, we've got a link that if you want to buy it, it's very smooth, three-country blend that we worked on, and what Butcher Dave did is he actually used that as a rub on the tomahawk steaks, the yes, chops, off the charts. Really great stuff. He, he does a great job with that coffee, General. And I'm looking at their website, actually, the promo code Cigar Dave get 10% off your whole order. Nice. I think I may have to order some more of my own coffee. <laughs> we will continue, Lieutenants, with the National Cigar Litation and Libation Ceremony. We'll be enjoying a very special cigar from Rocky Patel, who ironically is also doing the October correction, November Officers Club selection, and we'll sample a very special libation that is close to my heart. The Cigar Dave Officers Club selection this month is the Decade Cameroon from Rocky Patel. The Decade Cameroon is an elegant and well-balanced cigar that starts off with hickory notes accompanied by caramel. It builds with flavors of coffee and roasted nuts and finishes clean. Not a member of the Officers Club? Get premium cigars shipped directly to you every month by signing up today at CigarDave.com.
In the fertile fields of the Connecticut River Valley, there is still one cigar brand who grows their own Connecticut shade wrappers, Monte Cristo. Prized for its unique silky texture, this exquisite tobacco has now been used to craft a cigar worthy of its name, the Monte Cristo White Vintage Connecticut. Building on the legacy of the beloved Monte Cristo White Series, this excellent medium to full-bodied cigar is rich, flavorful, and complex. Crafted with only the finest vintage 2008 wrapper leaves, the Monte Cristo White Vintage Connecticut cigar has subtle notes of spices, vanilla, and hazelnuts. Packaged in a gorgeous handcrafted box, these exceptional cigars are available now at your local tobacconist. Pick up a Monte Cristo White Vintage today and experience the spirit of the valley. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat, even if you do not inhale. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. Unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy. It's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. Well, lieutenants, the November Officers Club selection is the Rocky Patel Decade Cameroon. They have shipped. You should have them. A fabulous cigar. But I wanted to do something also special. Uh, Rocky Patel launched, burned by Rocky Patel, his cigar lounge down in Naples. Five years ago last week. So I think it's only appropriate between the November Officers Club selection and Burn celebrating five years that we actually enjoy the special Burn Special Reserve by Rocky Patel, only available at the Burn by Rocky Patel Lounge in Naples at the Mercado Center. It is a beautiful looking cigar, beautiful packaging, beautiful box, everything that Rocky does. And these are the uh, just a nice medium, medium full cigar. It is a Honduran Puro, nice Honduran Habano wrapper. Very elegant cigar, as Rocky would like to say. It's got tones of cocoa, toasty undertones, very smooth, very rich. A very nice Honduran Puro all the way around. And we have got the Toro, which is obviously my Favorite cigar, 6 by 52 850 is the suggested retail, only available at Burn by Rocky Patel Lounge, and that is exactly what I will enjoy today. And everyone else, we brought up a box, so everybody will enjoy that as well. And it's not like we haven't had enough cigars. When the weekend festivities began, again, we're recording this the day after the Alpha Pleasure Fest, which is uh, Saturday, November 22nd. But most everybody got in between uh, the Wednesday and Thursday before. And I would say there's been an ample amount of cigarage and beverage that has been consumed of the alcoholic variety over the last number of days. Except Captain Paul. 
general. Yeah, we, we have it abstained this weekend. Is it Lent? No, it's not Lent. <laughs> it's, it's not Lent. It's a bet. Oh, okay. It's a bet. All right. Excellent. Loser goes to Betty Ford. <laughs> you can come and join me, Paul. <laughs> Mick has his, he's got his own wing. <laughs> yeah, he's got a CS, yeah, right? As you say, sweet. He's, got, yeah, no, he's wing. got Betty Ford miles. He could pass him on that's to me. Exactly. <laughs> Does Betty Ford have an outpatient program? <laughs> well, we've got the Burn Special Reserve by Rocky Patel that we will enjoy. And highly sharpened leaf exposing device. Well, you know what? I picked up this uh, cigar saver. This is a number of years ago. Altadis distributed uh, cigar saver. And this is a, it's a double edged guillotine, but one of the edges stays stationary. So, very unique cutter. And actually, I found this while I was cleaning some things out of my desk. And I have been uh, gravitating towards this cutter. It is an excellent cutter, does a magnificent job. That's what I would use today. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. Well, this is the Lotus Shark that was given to me about uh, two years ago, and it is in the Syracuse orange color, <laughs> and it almost looks like a shark with the fins. It has two jet butane flames that actually angle at about a 30-degree angle and intersect about an inch above the jets, and I will use that nice big tank. It's got a built-in piercer as well, and that's what I will use today. On my burn by Rocky Patel. Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. Perfect cut one time. Outstanding. And we will pass that around for everybody else to begin the cutting maneuver for their burn special reserve by Rocky Patel. And I'm gently toasting the foot of this cigar. And we've got a light wind here as we record this uh, today's show from the headquarters hotel in the Cigar City. Nice outdoor, very cigar-friendly patio, light wind, but my Lotus Shark, no problem. No problem whatsoever with these two jet flames, and I've gently toasted the foot of this cigar. Now I will puff and rotate, taking my time. Mm. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Mmm. Mm. Very good, General. Very good. Outstanding. Well done. Nice flavor. Very balanced. And one of the things Rocky really emphasizes on all his cigars, whether they're mild, medium, or full, he always likes a nice balance of flavors. So there's uh, no one predominant flavor that overpowers the other. A very nice cigar celebrating Burns five-year anniversary. If you've never been there, lieutenants, and you're down in the Fort Myers, Naples areas, do yourself a favor. Go down there. It is an incredible uh, a cigar lounge, great cigar selection, great uh, great lounge, a lot of entertainment. It's just a wonderful atmosphere down in the Mercado Center. All right, now we've got our cigars all lit. There's something we must accompaniment with. Something that's Scotch, going to bourbon and beer commence thirst quenching libationary maneuvers. Well, we've got the Jack Daniel's Single Barrel Select Cigar Dave Edition. And, Mick, you want to take a picture? Mick, always use the landscape, not portrait. <laughs> okay, there you go. Much better like that. And you can see we've got, it's a beautiful bottle, and they put a special collared neck tag, and it says, specially selected for certified alpha males by Cigar Dave the General. And when I was up in Lynchburg, Tennessee, I spent uh, almost the entire afternoon with their master blender, 
Jeff Arnett, and we had just an incredible time tasting many, probably about 23 different barrels before we narrowed it down to three, and then ultimately to the final selection. So what I'm going to do is open this up, and this right here is 47% alcohol by volume, so it's 90, actually 94.3 proof is the exact. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to pour it neat first, and what I'm going to do is just swirl it because I want to get the aroma in my snifter here. Beautiful notes of sweetness, little honey, little maple I'm picking up. I will say cheers. I'll take a sip here. Mmm, 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 mmm. Now I'm letting it swish around my mouth when we do the Kentucky chew. So I'm getting a lot of sizzle on the tip of the tongue, but not a lot of warmth on the back of the throat. A little bit of caramel nose to it, little caramel notes, a little bit of sweetness with just enough tanginess to it. So now that I have tasted it, what I'm going to do is put some rocks, because I'd like to just chill it just a tad bit. And what I'm going to do is put just a splash of branch or a splash of water just to release some of the flavors. Now, people think, well, General, if you're going to enjoy oh, nice. a single barrel, you shouldn't use any water. It's all personal preference. And in fact, many master distillers will tell you a slight touch of branch or water will open it up and release even nice notes and flavor. So let's say cheers to everyone. Cheers. And we will Jindan. say cheers. Oh, Captain Paul. <laughs> you don't have. Here, give, give Captain Paul the water bottle. <laughs> oh, come on. Cheers, General. Mm. And I'll tell you, a little bit of rocks, a little bit of a branch, a little bit of water opens it right up, and it is very nice. So let's go around. Wow. What do you all think of the Cigar Dave Jack Daniels Single Barrel Select? Exquisite. Exo Tim? Smooth. Smooth. Fantastic. Yeah. What are your tasting notes? Yeah, General, honestly, very nice. It's smoky. It's very smoky. That mm -hmm. I can right off the bat. I mean, it's... A it's little bit of smoke, but not a lot. Yeah, you know, and it's not like the heavy Jack <laughs> smoke. Jack smoke's a little bit more. It's a little bit lighter than that, but boy, what a finish. Yeah. Very yeah, smooth. Get the caramel. Yeah, sweet, and just a hint of the CDFB. Cigar Dave. Burn. Uh, no, war WF, warmth factor. Warmth. But not much. No. Not no, much, no, not no, much no. on the back. No. Not much. Nope. But very nice accompaniment to your cigar and certainly to this cigar without any question. And as, a, as I mentioned again, lieutenants, those of you in the Cigar City, join me at uh, ABC Fine Wine and Spirits, and we have done, we have partnered with ABC Fine Wine and Spirits. They will be the exclusive <laughs> purveyor of this Jack Daniels single barrel that I have chosen, and it will make the rounds to about a dozen different ABCs across the, uh, the Sunshine State of Florida, and we're kicking it off next Thursday, December 3rd, 5 to 7 p.m., at the Kennedy Boulevard store in the Cigar City of Tampa, a new store that went up about a year ago. It's beautiful. And if you walk in right now, as soon as you walk into the entrance, the first thing you will see is the big a barrel for Jack Daniels, and the top of the barrel head has my name on it, Cigar Dave the General. It's got the Rick number, the lot number, when it was bottled, and a beautiful display that we will tweet out and we'll put on, uh, on CigarDave.com as well. So Thursday, December 3rd, 5 to 7 p.m., I will be there uh, in attendance at the tent outside. We'll be enjoying some great cigars, including the Camacho American Barrel Age. You get a free cigar when you purchase a bottle of the Jack Daniels Single Barrel select, uh, selected by me. And that's going to be a nice day. So it's great. I'll tell you, it makes a great holiday 
gift. Think about it. General, the timing is perfect. General, I'll be drinking a toast to you on Christmas Day. You'll with... be drinking a barrel, Mick. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing be... I did... Let me put it this way. Good thing I didn't <clears throat> take Mick up during tasting maneuvers, because normally what they do is they open the barrel, and they pour just enough to get about uh, a 375-milliliter bottle. Mick would have just... He's taken his mouth right up to that, tilted the barrel, and just gone to town. It really would have been a dry county. It would oh, have been. Yeah, it would. It would. Yeah. General, I got a question about the tasting where you pick the barrel. Yes. Was there a wide variation in the 23, 26 yes. barrels that you tried? Interesting you bring that up, Hexo Tim, because, first of all, all the Jack Daniels single barrel select come from the top two rows in the aging house. And the aging house is probably about maybe three to four stories. When you come within 50 feet of the building, and they've got about uh, probably about 75, 80 different, actually more than that, I think they've got 100 different aging facilities, barrel aging facilities within about a three, four mile radius because they don't want to have all the inventory in one building. But when you walk up within 50 feet, you can smell the angel share, the evaporation, and it smells sweet. It is just amazing. And when you go into the the uh, the aging buildings, it is a little musty, but there's very different heat uh, variations, and what's it's dark. But what's very interesting is they bring those barrels in the old-fashioned way. They roll them in on these tracks. There's nothing high-tech about it. Cool. But they select the top because that's the most intense heat, the most interaction with the oak. And what happens is you have that constant interaction between the wood and the the juice. The whiskey, and by that going back and forth, you get complex flavors. Now, there's not only is it variations in temperature which cause changes in taste, but also when they when they char the barrels. The first thing they do is they toast the barrel, then they char them. They're all done by hand. So even though you can say we're going to char every barrel for 60 seconds or whatever, there's always slight variations. And it was incredible to me. We had three barrels that were all next to each other. Everyone tasted completely different. Mm. Completely, not even close. One had a lot more warmth. One had a lot more sweetness. The other had a lot more of that sizzle and and oakiness. So it's very interesting that every single barrel has a different complexion. But when they make Jack Daniels, when they mix Jack Daniels, they select 70 barrels for every batch from different levels of their aging facility, the aging buildings, to make a consistent blend of Jack every single time. So it is very, it's an interesting process, and spending a couple of days up there was really fascinating. And it's like when you go to a cigar factory. You get to really experience things and taste samples and, and be part of it, and it was really a pleasure to do so. Well, so, well part of that, General, is just like you say, the, uh, you know, the leaf of the tobacco can be uh, from 50 yards away. That's right. And the same thing, when, when they're doing the barrels, the barrels are made from oak. Oak is a tree. It's a plant. And... The environment for how that tree grows is going to make a difference on, you know, what the uh, wood is all about. And I'm sure that makes a difference in the taste. Well, we'll get into this a little bit later because I bought a new electric Bluetooth-enabled smoker. <laughs> yes, but one did. of the things I bought was the Jack Daniels uh, chips, yep. the smoking chips. And we'll talk about that because that's got a very unique aroma and how they make that. Mm-hmm. So that will tie in very nicely a little bit later on. Lieutenants, we continue. It is our post-Thanksgiving and post-Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at the Rock edition of the Cigar Dave Show. Voice Talon Ed, 
Mick the Brit, Captain Paul, Colonel Ange, Puff Muffin, Lori, Exo Tim, Portuguese Princess Colleen, Captain Cy, Mrs. Harem of One, and Lieutenant Gary back in the Western New York Theater of Operations. But, Lieutenants, we've got much more coming your way as we enjoy alpha male good life maneuvers with great camaraderie and great fellowship. And that's what we strive for each and every day. Never miss a minute of the show when you download the Cigar Dave mobile app for Apple, Android, and Kindle devices. You can listen to our 24-7 continuous stream of the latest show or download the recent podcasts to listen to anytime on your mobile device. Get the Cigar Dave mobile app in the App Store. Search Cigar Dave. In this difficult and challenging time when the government is trying to outlaw premium cigars and take away the art form of enjoying a beautiful cigar, we decided to introduce our brand called Prohibition. This cigar is going to be the bootlegger's dream. A gorgeous cigar made in Esteli, Nicaragua, triple capped using a broadleaf wrapper and a Mexican wrapper from the San Andreas Valley. It's got Nicaraguan tobaccos for the Nicaraguan valleys of Esteli and Jalapa. It's rich, it's complex, it's got some spice, some white pepper, and a ton of sweetness. Full of flavor, this cigar is one that you're going to want to enjoy, and you're going to bootleg, and that's why it's called Prohibition. Enjoy it. I promise you're going to love it. If you're like millions of cigar buffs, you've enjoyed a love affair with Romeo y Julieta. Your passion has made it the world's best-known brand, trusted to deliver an excellent mild smoke. But now, you're ready for something new and avant-garde, something bolder with more panache. Now, there's Romeo by Romeo y Julieta, a modern, fuller-bodied smoke created to lead an exciting new trend in luxury cigars. Romeo is our finest Romeo y Julieta, an awesome manly smoke, robust and rich in complex flavor sensations. Each leaf is carefully selected, delicately aged, and meticulously crafted by expert hands full of wisdom and tenderness. Hands with decades of experience, culminating in an unforgettable smoke. Your first Romeo will blow you away. The passion you've always felt will soar to new heights. You'll discover the passion that burns within. Visit The Cigar Life on Facebook and Twitter. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. Like a mighty oak, standing in the face of gale force winds of political correctness, it's the General Cigar, Cigar Dave. Dave. Post-Thanksgiving Day edition of the Cigar Dave Show, we've got our crew roundtable here, voice talent Ed, Colonel Mick the Brit, Captain Paul, Colonel Ange, Puff Muffin Laurie, Exo Tim, Portuguese Princess Colleen, 
And lieutenants, uh, we had Dave the Butcher, who was down, Butcher Dave. And did he bring some sausage with him? No, he didn't this time. No, generally he did not. Well, I know that when we were at the uh, Buffalo Alpha Pleasure Fest on the water, he certainly brought some incredible sausage. Yeah, he makes those all. Those are all his recipes, a couple of them from uh, their family recipes that he's carried with them. Fantastic. Well, I asked him, I said, uh, you know, if you were to, he told me how much it were a pound. I said, so for one sausage, what would it be? He said, basically, it's like a buck a sausage. Well, <laughs> I told him, and I'll tell you now, there is a, a, this is a great story, bangers and cash, because Mick the Brit, bangers are sausages That's in right. the UK, correct? That's what we call them, yeah, Why do you call them bangers? Because when you put them in the pan, if you don't put the fork in them, bang. <laughs> gotcha. Outstanding. A British butcher creates the most expensive sausage at... $57 a banger, or a link. 57 times the price is of that? Butcher Dave's. Right. Okay, now here is the key. This is some very unique ingredients. The butcher is from Aldershot, Hampshire. Am I oh, correct? yes, in, absolutely correct. Tell me, where is that, Mick, in relation to London? Southwest of London, about two-hour drive. It's also the headquarters of the British Army. I did not know that. They're both there? Yep. They're both, yeah, both, both members of the army. Both yeah, members cool. of the, yeah, the way the government are cutting them, yeah. Yeah, yeah I would have thought they would have spread them out. Yeah, don't, don't get Patton started on that because, <laughs> you know, he, he had some issues with a couple of your military generals. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, so Eldershot Hampshire, this butcher, Kevin Turner. What makes these bangers, these sausages, so expensive is that he includes mangalista pork, truffles, Stilton cheese, powdered penny bun mushrooms, and vintage 1947 port in the recipe. The single bottle of port that he uses is 450 pounds, which, what, Mick, is now about $600? Yeah. Okay, yeah. about $600. The Stilton is about uh, $350. That's like a blue cheese. Yes, yeah. Right? yes. Yeah. The pork's the cheapest thing. That works out to uh, 25 pounds, about $35 down, uh, uh, a kilo. Correct. All right. The truffles are about $90, and the mushrooms are about $70. Yep. Now, in comparison with what you could purchase in the U.K., Mick, are you familiar with the store Asda? Indeed I am, uh, as owned by Walmart. It is owned by Walmart. Yes. So it's like a, just a supermarket. Correct. A six-pack of pork sausages there cost the equivalent of U.S. $1.40. $1.40. So, so Butcher Dave at a buck... I could probably raise his prices a little bit, but I'm not sure. That, I'm not sure 57 bucks for a sausage is what I'd be willing to pay. That's General, a little over the charts. General, do you know what the most expensive sausage is here where we are today? The one in my pants. I would say that's the smallest sausage. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess the price per pound was guys up there. Well, well this oh, wait, wait. certainly price took a per, southward direction, didn't price it? Price per ounce. Ounce, yeah, right. I exactly. should have thought about that. Now, I did mention in the last segment talking about Jack Daniels and the barrels. And when we were at the Alpha Pleasure Fest uh, on the water in Buffalo earlier this summer, Butcher Dave at the event, used a master-built smoker, an electric smoker. Yes, he did. For the tomahawk chops and mm -hmm. some other delicacies. And I was fascinated. Lieutenant Gary had one as well. We went to his home, and I was fascinated. And I was been thinking about buying one, and I just put it off. And then I read this story that master-built, which makes those smokers. And your turkey fryer, by the way. And my turkey fryer, even though it's branded as a butterball, they make the turkey fryer. Yes, that sir. is correct. They have come out with an enhanced version of the electric master-built smoker. 
a digital electric smoker with the ability to be controlled by a Bluetooth mobile app on your smartphone. So what did I do? I had to go out immediately and pick one up. <laughs> Absolutely. And I got a good deal. Actually, I went over to Bass Pro Shops. Here they just opened one up in the Cigar City in one of the suburbs, and they had a deal. It was like $349 for the 30-inch. It included a beautiful stand. It included, uh, let's see, what else did it include? A cover and these gloves that you can use. And it was like uh, 100 bucks less than if you bought everything individually. Nice. And I think it normally lists for 399 It was 349 for the entire bundle, exclusively for Bass Pro Shops. Of course, it took forever to get it because they're not too organized over at Bass Pro Shops. <laughs> However, once I got it home, I set it up, put it together, and I had to make ribs. And who's the first call? Colonel Ange. Thank you, General. Now, I wanted to set it and forget it. I went to go watch a Bills game that day. Six hours I set it for. And when I was home, needed about another hour or so, but I just sat on the couch watching football. I just checked my Bluetooth mobile app. Beautiful. Nice. Six hours. The only thing I didn't realize, there was a pan. I thought it was a drip pan. It's a water pan to keep moisture. Didn't fill it with anything. Oh, but it was no. still not bad. <laughs> yeah. However, I'm going to fill it with my Jack Daniels Single Barrel Cigar Dave Select. And I will be there right next to it to suck that out with a straw before that starts. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, that was beautiful. You could do turkeys in there. You can do ribs. You can do briskets. And what I like about it is it's electric, no propane. Nice. You set it, forget it, and I monitor it on my mobile device. It is beautiful. Lieutenant's hour number one. Of the Cigar Dave Show is in the annals of history. We will come back with our entire crew. Hour number two of the post-Thanksgiving Day edition of the Cigar Dave Show is next. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Thoroughly enjoying my Burn Special Reserve by Rocky Patel. I have been sipping on the Jack Daniels Single Barrel Select Special Cigar Dave edition that I selected about uh, five weeks ago up at the Jack Daniels Distillery. I am surrounded by the entire cast and crew of the Cigar Dave Show. Great friends, including voice talent Ed. Colonel Mick the Brit from the European Theater of Operations, Captain Paul, Colonel Ange, Puff Muffin Laurie, XO Tim, Captain Cy. We've got a beautiful day of weather today when we record this show, and I should tell you that we are coming to you the day after the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest, so we are recording this show on Sunday, November 22nd, because we've got the whole crew together, even though it's airing the Saturday after Thanksgiving. We hope you had a magnificent Thanksgiving, lots of turkey, Lots of stuffing, lots of cigars, and lots of spirits. And let's not forget lots of football. Welcome back. Hour number two of the Cigar Dave Show. Don't forget, lieutenants, by all means, check out CigarDave.com. That's the latest and greatest in what terms of what's going on in our world and events and uh, different pleasure and alpha-related items. 
Don't forget as well to follow me at Twitter. At Cigar Dave Show is the handle. Twitter dot, or Facebook.com slash Cigar Dave. And everything is right at CigarDave.com. All the social media, and you can follow us. And now that we are getting into the holiday season, we are going to be sampling some great champagnes and, and, uh, and sparkling wines, as well as some great uh, foods for the holidays. So we've got a busy coming a month coming up here on the Cigar Dave Show. Hard to believe, gentlemen. And, lady, that it is almost the end of 2015. Where in the hell has the time gone? Good question. I ask that every year. This, this year has just seemingly gone by more quickly than, uh, <laughs> than others for whatever reason. And we haven't been that busy, have we? We've been busy. We've been busy, yeah. <laughs> but you know what, Ed? Time actually goes at the same speed it always has done. The older you get, I, and, and I tell my own kids this, the older you get, the quicker You're time right. seems to go. Yeah. And, well, uh, you know, and it, uh, who was it? Uh, Groucho Marx says that uh, time flies like an arrow, but fruit flies like a banana. <laughs> <laughs> and once didn't he say that I don't want to be a member of any club that would have me as a member? Yeah. As a member. As a member. That is correct. And uh, we all started getting together for the Tampa Cigar uh, Heritage Festivals, and it's evolved now into the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest. And I'm trying to remember how many years everybody's been coming down here now. We've been trying to work that out, Dave. I, it's Is it teens. 10, 12? It's teens. Yeah. It's teens. Yeah. Teens, yeah. yeah. Is it teens now? Yeah. It has yeah. to be. Uh, it, it's just incredible, starting when we, we had it over in uh, Centennial Park, and then <laughs> we moved it over to Fort Brook Coat and Shelby Park, and then we wanted to do a more intimate experience where we could have more interaction with the uh, our guests, where we had really top-shelf food and top-shelf spirits and cigars. So we created the Alpha Pleasure Fest. It's a smaller event than the cigar festivals, but every bit as intense, as enjoyable, maybe even more so because we have more of the one-on-one -on -one interaction and uh, the food and the cigars and just it's just a great time. Well, and and Dave, by the way, I think uh, they're coming, the fire department is coming to extinguish our cigars <laughs> because all the smoke is wafting in the South Tampa area and they, they think there's some sort of uh, massive fire inferno going on. But we'll continue on here. We're not deterred by rain or by sirens. No, and you no. know, in general, part of the event that was is really, really nice is the meet and greet something we couldn't do back That's when right. we had 400 people. It's so great. People come in, we shake their hands, yes. we say hello, you get to take pictures with uh, with the general. What a great idea. Isn't I always nice? have to laugh when they're like, "That's what you look like." Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and I always say, "Aren't you disappointed?" At the beginning of January, we'll announce we've already got the dates lined up for the Buffalo Alpha Pleasure Fest on the water and the Tampa Cigar a Tampa Alpha Pleasure Fest at The Rock. We've got the dates. We're still working on one or two other cities. We may go to a city we haven't been to in a while that we're looking at, so we will give the announcement on that because I had people already saying, I need the date for next year. I want to book it. <laughs> and now they've got to come to Buffalo. They want to come to Tampa. So No, and we, it's really great, David. I spent a good deal of time at the end of the show with a couple of guys, one from Georgia, Macon, Georgia, and one from Minneapolis. They have made this uh, an annual getaway event you know, it's, it's a wonderful thing. Yeah. I mean, they fly in. They spend time in town. They love the Cigar City. They can go and they can uh, they, they, they stop by the J.C. Newman factory, and they make this a part of it. They make and, a tour of it. Yeah, no. Mm -hmm. it, well, I love, it, I love Mark from Plano, Texas. He's like, well, I don't have to worry about when the event is. My wife figures it out, and she books the whole thing yeah. for me. Yeah, gets him out of the house so yeah. she can uh, sleep with Mick. I just, <laughs> oh, I hope not. She wouldn't be sleeping with me. But I will say, sleep's not the operative word in that yeah. configuration. But I will say this, General. I think the Tampa Chamber of Commerce should give you some uh, there you go. kudos because uh, you're bringing some change into the area here. 
Well, it's uh, as well the Hard Rock, too. And uh, now that they're going to be building a uh, larger hotel, we'll be able to accommodate more people. Mm-hmm. So that'll be good. A lot of them couldn't get into the uh, Hard Rock Hotel. And we had two of our guests, two of our lieutenants that came in from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Yeah, Big OSU. Sooners fans. Yep. Told them where to go, and they are happy because the Sooners defeated the TCU Horn Frogs by a point, 30-29. to 29. You know, Dave, you know that my oldest son, of course you know that, went to Mizzou. And Don't even get me started on Mizzou. All right, well, all right. Now, let me just tell you. what. Back in the day when I would go back there to see the games, we always hold up, held up signs that said, suck the Fooners. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Colonel Ange, I feel microaggressed because you're, this is not a safe space talking about Mizzou. I don't feel safe. Yeah, they turned it over. They really did, and I feel bad. My, even my son, General, you know that? You know my son, and he uh, is, feels very badly about the way that all came down. Mm. That's... That, that's where that is. It well, and let's, that, that's a, a good seg. And uh, when we come back, I want to talk about that because this is not just at one campus. It's happening everywhere, but it's a symptom of parenting, and it's a symptom over the last 20 to 25 years in terms of the wussification of American youth yes. where nobody feels safe. <laughs> I've got to have my little safe zone, my little cocoon. We are raising... Uh, kids that are absolute wussified betas, whether they are male or female. They are afraid of their own shadow. So when we come back, we will get into that. And of course, I've got some choice comments about Mizzou and the football team. And if I was an alum of Mizzou and many other colleges that are rolling over now, I'd feel very embarrassed. And it's, it's, we're seeing protests on numerous campuses. Everybody wants things free. I want free tuition. I want free tickets to the games. I want uh, no-interest loans. I want, it, it's just absurd what everybody is jumping. They need a free jumping. boot to the ass. That's exactly right. Yeah. A bunch of uh, giant pussies is what uh, this nation has turned out over the last 20 to 25 years. So when we come back, we'll get into that. We've got some other items I want to get into, including the state of Taxachusetts. If you are less than 21, if you're between the ages of 18 and 21, you are too stupid to make up your own mind on a number of different items. You're not stupid enough to uh, enlist in the Army and die for your country, but you are too stupid to enjoy a cigar or to even wager on fantasy sports or partake in fantasy sports. So we will get to that. A lot coming your way as uh, this special post-Thanksgiving and post-Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at the Rock Edition of the Cigar Dave Show continues. The General is always on Twitter, delivering breaking news, giving you the latest intel on cigars, and battling the enemies of pleasure. Chat with the General now at Cigar Dave Show. The story that made the cigar. The cigar that made history. 80 years ago, Monte Cristo began a legacy of crafting only the finest cigars. Now, that legacy is honored by the very special, extremely limited edition Monte Cristo 80th Anniversary Cigar. Crafted for the first time, Dominican Pelotico Tobacco. Grown from seeds hand-carried from Cuba by Pepe Mendez. This exclusive cigar is like no other, rolled in a dark and oily Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper. Monte Cristo 80th Anniversary Cigar features a rich, fuller body and wonderfully complex smoke. Packaged in an elegant handmade box, these exceptional cigars are available now at your local tobacconist. Honor the legacy with the Monte Cristo 80th Anniversary. 
Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat, even if you do not inhale. Hey, I need to hit the bank before we get on the road. Is it your bank across town? No, no. It's right here. Uh, that's a tobacconist. Yeah, I need to pick up some annuities and currency. Did you knock your head really hard recently? I'm picking up the Banker by H. Upman. Annuity and currency are two sizes. You know I don't understand all that financial mumbo-jumbo. And the Banker is a new cigar made with rich tobaccos inspired by the original H. Upman that was created in 1844 by the Upman brothers, who were bankers by trade. It was given as unique present for their most important clients, and the prize cigar was stored in a vault under lock and key. The only thing my banker has ever given me was a calendar with pictures of his dog dressed as pinup models. It sounds like you need a new banker. Only if you're talking about the cigar. Purchase the banker by H. Upman at your local tobacconist today and look for ways you can crack the code to the vault of the banker by H. Upman. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. If you're a beginner or if you just enjoy a great mild cigar like I do in the morning, I suggest you try the Vintage 99. This seven-year-old Connecticut wrapper delivers a creamy, mild, smooth flavor. It's very, very balanced on your palate, and it absolutely is delightful. Tons of flavor, a perfect draw, and an incredible ash. This cigar is smooth, it will entice you to enjoying more and more of the Vintage 99s. It's just a nice, great, balanced, smooth cigar. Look for it, the oldest Connecticut shape in the market today. I'm Rocky Patel, and I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancer and heart disease. Alpha Male with Nads of Steel, the General Cigar Dave. Well, I do have Nads of Steel. I am a certified USDA Alpha Male, and I've always uh, been raised to be an Alpha Male. But starting about 40 years ago, we started to see the shift. Blame it on the feminist movement. You can blame it on single-parent households where there's only a female raising a, uh, a boy and there's no male influence. So what happens? They're surrounded by all that estrogen. They start taking on the characteristics uh, of the mother, and they're not getting that alpha training. And what we're seeing also starting about 20, 25 years ago is a shift in parenting, where parents wanted to be every child's best friend. They wanted they, they started hovering over their kids, the helicopter parenting, where you can't climb a fence. You can't drink from a water hose. We want everything safe. They didn't let kids become kids. There was no, there's not enough social, proper social interaction. And so what has happened, we have seen now a new generation, they're in college now, where they don't know how to handle adversity. They, if they don't get their way, they don't feel safe. They're demanding all sorts of things from different colleges. And it has become an epidemic in this country 
it really goes starting, as I said, 20, 25 years ago. And Jonah Goldberg had a great article in the National Review entitled Campus Commotion Show We're Raising Fragile Kids. And he makes some interesting points. On the Yale University campus, there is a warning for students not to wear culturally insensitive Halloween costumes. And it sparked a very big controversy because a lecturer, one of the professors asked in an email, is there no room anymore for a child to be a little bit obnoxious, a little bit inappropriate or provocative or even, yes, offensive? Well, students went ballistic. When an administrator, who happens to be the lecturer's spouse, defended free speech, some students wanted his head. One student wrote... Uh, an op-ed in the Yale Herald, which has now been taken down. He doesn't get it, and I don't want to debate. I want to talk about my pain. A recent uh, 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 survey, a poll conducted, 40% of millennials said that they would be willing to abandon free speech as to not to offend anybody. Now, that is chilling in and of itself. There are people around this world that would give their right arm and, and their left arm to be able to have free speech. That is what sets this country apart. It is the first, very first thing written in our Constitution. Uh, freedom of religion, freedom of speech, and freedom of the press. And when we have 40% of millennials saying, well, we're willing to abandon free speech, get rid of free speech, so nobody gets offended or hurt. I'm sorry. Being offended is part of growing up, is part of being an adult. And you're going to get offended somewhere along the line. And if you can't handle it, then you got big problems. And what we're seeing now is when these kids that are now in their 20s and 30s that can't handle adversity, instead of in the past saying, okay, I'll take constructive criticism or whatever, no big deal, things they learn on a childhood playground, things they learn as they're, as they're playing and roughhousing as kids, they don't know how to deal with it. So instead of saying, okay, what's the big deal, no big deal, now they get a gun and they go into a movie theater or they go and they start shooting indiscriminately at people because they're upset. They're hurt. They don't feel, they feel that they've been offended. And this is part of a huge, huge problem that we're seeing. Taco bars. There is a taco bar that was set up at Clemson University every year. It's a, a, they have theme nights. And I remember when I went to school at Syracuse, we would have taco night. There would be Chinese night. Once, once a month, they would do a different uh, event. We'd have Thanksgiving night. Well, when Clemson went to have that, two people of Mexican descent, got offended and said, you need to end this because this is offensive. This is stereotyping. Since when are tacos not a Mexican food item? That's like saying chicken chow mein or egg, uh, egg fried rice is in Chinese. Or that would be like saying that lasagna doesn't have its roots in, uh, in Italian origin. It makes abs- And by the way, I'm waiting for somebody to say, you can't call it Polish sausage. I'm now going to, I'm offended. Okay? <laughs> like they had Let's a call it spicy sausage instead. Bandito. So this is what is going on, and many people want to put it on political correctness, but I think it goes deeper than that. I think that we now have kids. It's the way they're being raised. Children are hardwired to play, but St. Lawrence University professor Stephen Horwitz argues that when kids are micromanaged on the playground, it undermines democracy. Free play, whether it's tag in the schoolyard, pick up basketball games, or... or, or uh, flag football games, it requires young people to negotiate rules amongst themselves. And how many times did we play basketball where we say, okay, foul, calling a foul? We didn't jump up and down. We're like, okay, yep, you're right. Sometimes we'd argue with it, but that's just how it's played. And these are skills very important when you are growing up to learn with uh, about life. 
General, I absolutely agree. When I was a kid, you were down on the playground and you played uh, whatever it was you're doing, pick up basketball, you're playing a flag football game. They put us all outside on the tarmac and we would all go. And if you walked back to one of the nuns and said that uh, one of the other guys was picking on you, the nuns had the greatest answer. Not a problem, play with the girls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. And you can't say that to kids now because that would be, oh, I'm offended. Yes. You're calling me a girl when they are. Yes. They are. I mean, I call them vaginal Americans. <laughs> That's exactly what, what many boys have turned out to be. Yeah. Well, skills, learning those skills when you are at play are very, very important. And when parents, helicopter uh, parents start coming in and they want to stop the bullying and they say, okay, everybody take a timeout, everybody play nice, that's part of the social interaction. It's like when you see puppies playing and they're teething, teasing at each other and they're playing. That's part of socializing. And so what has happened now, we've taken a, a key piece of, of what made possible for free people to be peaceful, cooperative, uh, by devising bottom-up solutions. Now all of a sudden, when somebody feels they've been offended, they've got to demand all sorts of things. And the rise in helicopter parenting, the epidemic of everyone gets a trophy, everyone's a winner, you're wonderful, you're just as good as everybody else, is, is causing us to see millions of kids that are raised to be smart and kind, but very fragile. They're wimps. You know, General, you, you mentioned, um, you know, I agree with you. And, and you mentioned something about bullying. And I'll tell you, uh, raising my son Christopher... Um, you know, Christopher was always a good athlete, you know, smart kid. Um, but what he always ended up doing was he always ended up pulling for the underdogs. So that's fixed into the process. There's a number of kids out there where when they see other kids getting bullied, mm-hmm. bullied or, you know, picked on, you know, um, un, un, you know uh, inappropriately, you've got kids that will stick up for them. Right. And, uh, and it works. The system works. You know, works. You've, got to, you've got to let these kids play and be amongst themselves, and you can't be parental guidance. You, you can't guide them through every step of their life. They've got to learn to. And that's what these parents want to do. Exactly. They want to go, oh, don't, don't, don't touch that. Don't worry that. And you see this now, and I've seen this. I've been, I've been noticing this more as I've been more observant. I see these parents, when a kid starts to play with the other and falls, they immediately run and have to pick the kid up. And are you okay? Everything good? Let the kids play. Let the kids be kids. And Jonah Goldberg ends his column by saying, what happens when large numbers of these delicate little flowers are set free to navigate their way through life? They feel unsafe and demand safe spaces. They feel threatened by uncomfortable ideas and demand trigger warnings. They might even want written rules or contracts to help them negotiate sexual relations. In other words, this is the generation the mandarins of political correctness have been waiting for. And what do we see now? Everybody is aggressed, microaggressed. I'm offended at this kind of food, so the whole university has to stop for one person who feels uh, uh, threatened, or not threatened, but who feels that they're offended. And this is a huge, huge problem. We're seeing it on college campuses. And when we come back, I want to talk about Missouri, the demands that these kids made. And I also want to talk about some of the other things going on right now in terms of what we're seeing at, uh, at, at kids that are 18, 20, 21, because the byproducts of everyone's a winner, everybody gets a trophy. And it is just absurd and obscene to see these kids now on college campuses, which have always been known as a bastion of free speech and free ideas. But now, if the idea doesn't meet their ideal, 
then that's unacceptable. And I remember in college, we would debate vigorously. We were all friends. We would debate. We would argue. We would, uh, we would go round and round at the end of the night. We'd all shake hands and say, great, let's get together tomorrow and let's do it again. Yeah, agree to we disagree. You know? We don't do that anymore, and that is a huge problem. We'll continue this conversation with the uh, right around the corner, our special post-Thanksgiving Day edition of the Cigar Dave Show. The November selection for the Cigar Dave Officers Club is the Decade Cameroon from Rocky Patel. The Decade Cameroon is a complex yet well-balanced cigar that begins with caramel and hickory notes, builds with coffee and roasted nuts, and has a very clean finish we know you'll enjoy. It's easy to join the Officers Club to have these cigars shipped directly to you. Just log on to CigarDave.com. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. I'm here with my brother Nish and my cousin Nimish, and we're talking cigars. Guess what? They want me to vote on what my favorite cigar is. It's tough, but I'm going to go with the Decade. I love it. It's rich, decadent, and smooth. Rocky, you know what? The Decade's a great cigar, but the 15th anniversary, that's the cigar. That celebrated your 15 years in business, and I got to tell you, it's my favorite. You know what, Nish and Rocky, you both are wrong. The best cigar is Freedom by Rocky Patel. This cigar delivers a lot of spice, a lot of flavor, and in my opinion, it's the best cigar we make. As usual, we can't agree. But guess what? There's a great cigar for everyone. I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877 328 Alpha male pleasure maneuvers are now in progress. Please enjoy the Cigar Dave experience. Back along with voice talent Ed, Colonel Mick sure. the Brit, in charge of the European Theater of Operations, Captain Paul, Colonel Ange, Puff Muffin Laurie, stage name Precious when she's on the pole, <laughs> Exo Tim, Captain Cy, Portuguese Princess Colleen. Now we left off talking about Jonah Goldberg's article in the National Review entitled, Campus Commotion Show We're Raising Fragile Kids. Everybody's offended on campus. Everybody's microaggressed. You can't have different uh, themed dinner nights because if you have Mexican night, a taco night, somebody's going to get offended. Well, we saw, I think the epicenter was in uh, Missouri, at the University of Missouri at Columbia, where there were alleged racist uh, incidents, which, by the way, have never proven to be true. And even if they were, even if somebody did say something or, uh, or did do something, you know what? Deal with it. 
But for immediately to come out and say the university president has to be removed and the list of demands, and let me give you some of their demands, this group that, uh, that, that, that presented to the university. We demand that University of Missouri System President Tim Wolf writes a handwritten apology to concerned student 1950 demonstrators and hold a press conference in the Mizzou Student Center reading the letter. In the letter and at the press conference, Tim Wolf must acknowledge his white privilege, recognize that systems of oppression exist, and provide a verbal commitment to fulfilling concerned students' 1950 demands. We want Tim Wolf to admit his gross negligence, allowing his driver to hit one of the demonstrators, which didn't happen. Well, it did, but it was not. These people were right in front of the car. Consenting to them, and, and then lastly, refusing to intervene when Columbia Police Department used excessive force with demonstrators. Now, this white privilege is a load of nonsense. This is another, uh, this, is, this is what these groups have come up with. Now, this is the latest politically correctness, that you have to acknowledge your white privilege. Well, let me ask uh, some of you. First of all, Captain Paul, uh, when your uh, grandparents, I think your grandpa, you're second generation American. Correct. correct? When your grandparents came here, did they come here loaded with big trust funds? Oh, geez, they came here with uh, nickels and dimes in their pocket. Colonel Ange, when your ancestors came from uh, the old country, Sicily, were they loaded with giant bags of money and trust funds and Swiss bank accounts? General, the only thing that my grandfather carried with him in 1919 was the, the uh, equipment to shear sheep, so he um, immediately became a barber. In America, and you know that they're <laughs> and you know that they're wealthy men, right? Exactly. Exactly. Puff, Puff, and Lori, Exo, Tim. Uh, when your relatives came here, were they uh, were they uh, loaded with giant trust funds and uh, you know traveling with uh, giant uh, gold suitcases full of gold bullion? My grandfather came with nothing, became a U.S. postman, and uh, opened three businesses. There you go. Captain Sy, tell me about your white privilege, if you would be so kind. Uh, well, when uh, my folks uh, immigrated to this country, my father had the uh, very technical position of being a doorman. He carried <laughs> people's bags for a living. There you go. And isn't it amazing that here we are, we've all achieved a modicum of success because our grandparents and great-grandparents taught us hard work and to never want a handout. To never say, gimme, gimme, gimme. It was always, here's how you're going to create, uh, your, make something of yourself. And they all wanted uh, educations for all of us. They all wanted us to do better than they did. And they loved America. They loved the opportunity. Never once did they say, we demand that we should have all this given to us. We demand that we should have the same as everyone else. They came, they were grateful, and they raised great Kids, grandkids, and great-grandkids. Well, General, you know, I, I uh, thought I acknowledged my white privilege every time I pay my taxes. That's exactly <laughs> right. Yeah. That's right. And, and what I get is, you're right, most of these people that are, want to acknowledge the, uh, the white privilege, they pay nothing in taxes. And this is what, what gets me, is these are the first people that jump up and down demanding, and they don't do anything to add to society, to our economy, to our nation. And this is a whole, and, and, and I'll tell you something else. When I hear these kids say, well, we were brought here against our own will. We oh. were slaves. Well, my ancestors were slaves in Egypt, too. And so the fact of the matter is, never once have I said, I want reparations for what the pharaohs did to my people way back. <laughs> oh, never yeah. once. Yeah, right. Never once. And neither did we in Britain for the Romans. That's exactly correct. Watch the Roman thing, Nick. Now, here's what else, <laughs> here's what else they wanted. They demand 
that the University of Missouri creates and enforces comprehensive racial awareness and inclusion curriculum throughout all campus departments and units, mandatory for all students, faculty, staff, administration. This curriculum must be vetted, maintained, and overseen by a board comprised of students, staff, and faculty of color. They demand that marginalized students, that general, meaning, I, meaning people that are failing, be allowed to stay in. And we're also seeing these, now what we're seeing is we're seeing these students that are sitting into the uh, various administration offices and chancellor's offices demanding free tuition, no loans, low interest on loans. And on Fox Business News, Neil Cavuto had a student, a gal from, uh, I can't remember what school, maybe it was from uh, Missouri, but she said, well, we want it all. And so he said, well, who's going to pay for it? Yes. She said the 1%. And he said, well, here's a little problem. Your free tuition and writing off all the loans, you're talking $1.3 trillion. If we taxed every 1%er at 100% tax rate, that would only cover $1 trillion. She said, well, there's always other 1%ers we could go after. Yeah. This is the stupidity <laughs> of these people. Well, and it is the land of opportunity, not the land of guarantee. And what I believe is everybody should have a fair start. That doesn't mean that everybody's going to finish the same. To me, what we see going on now are these kids that have been these, these soft kids that now want safe spaces, want safe zones, want everything just perfect, just the way it was when they were playing t-ball and everybody was a champion <laughs> and everybody gets a trophy. That's right. And this is what we're seeing now, and it is damaging this country, and the youth that is being produced is probably, you know, we have the greatest generation, World War II. This is probably the most pathetic, lame generation and lazy generation Absolutely. that we're seeing. And I, I can tell you that we've got listeners of every demographic group, every religion, every race, and they all tell me the same thing. They are tired now of everybody demanding and wanting when people go to work, that people pay their taxes, but everybody wants the handouts. And I firmly believe this is also a byproduct of having a socialist president in the White House who believes that America is the enemy, that people make money. Businesses are successful in only one of two ways, either by screwing their employees or screwing their consumers. And Captain Paul, you run probably the finest dry cleaning business, not only in Buffalo, but probably in the country. Your employees have been with you forever. Your customers have been with you forever. You do great work. That's not coincidental. Extreme customer service on time with a smile, General. That's what it's about. You know, our employees are our most valuable asset. We treat our employees better than we treat our customers, and in due to that, our customers are treated great. That's really what it's all about. The curriculum they really need to be teaching is American history, General. It's lost in, in, in high school. They should start it again in college because these kids don't know what this country's about. I got a better idea. One year of mandatory military service. I'd love it. Now, you know, in Israel, there's two years. Now, here's the thing. Yeah, I say, two years. fine, one year. Watch the difference when one year, they all of a sudden, and, and there's no exclusions. There's not going to be, you go in, and even if you can't go in the front lines or the military or whatever, you're going to participate, just like in World War II. Every single citizen, whether it was a woman at home or whether it was somebody on the front line, everybody had a hand in it. And the problem is they don't know anything about American history. They're soft. They think everything should be handed to them. And I've got numerous friends who say, General, the biggest mistake I ever made was trying to be friends and give my kids more than I had because now they all demand everything. They don't even want to work. Right. And they said, I created the problem, my wife and I. And now when they tell their kids, we're cutting up your credit cards, you want to go get a car, you're paying for the gas, you're paying for the insurance. 
They want to report their parents to the uh, National Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Children. Yeah. That's exactly what's happening. Well, happened. you have to start that early, General. You have to, absolutely have to start it early. You cannot wait and do that. I've said this before, General. You know, uh, Sam Clemens said, if you are not happy, I started with my, my young man, both my young men, when they were seven years old, the age of reason, the old Italian ways. And as Sam Clemens said, if you are not happy with the way your child is at the age of 13, there is only one resolution, and that is execution. <laughs> you got to kill him. You can't wait until that time, General. Uh, it's just a matter of time before the uh, uh, Department of Family Services seeks you out. <laughs> or even thinking about that because we can't have free speech. Come and That's, get me. That, having free speech. Just a quote. This, Colonel Ange. Yes. This is a safe cocoon zone. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, General? We're all, we're, it's, all, it's, we're all Let's all sing, hold hands and sing Kumbaya. kumbaya yeah, right? yeah. It's, it's all about dividing our country. You know, That's it, exactly it, right. You That's know, what he's doing. Yeah. Yep. And, and let me ask you, college campuses, if there's anywhere in this country that has been inclusive, that different races have lived together for the last 30, 40 years, we had on my floor, we had every ethnic group, we all got along, we all yeah. went out, everyone came and knocked on the door, say, hey Dave, we're all going, come on, let's go, great, we had everybody there, we didn't say, let's exclude this guy, let's exclude that guy, no. we all knocked on the door, say, hey guys, we're all going over to uh, the varsity to get pizza, let's go. Yeah. We're, we're 18 different countries in our company, and... Um, you know, we, we get along so well, everybody treats each other with complete respect, and, th and that's the key. You know, respecting other people, but not being wussified. That's exactly right. And uh, I'm telling you, this parenting now where everybody's a champion, everybody gets a trophy. And I, I remember my father always telling me, constructive criticism, people give you constructive criticism because they want to help you. They want to make you better. And I, every time I, I started working at, uh, you all know this, at uh, uh, Channel 7, which is the ABC affiliate in Buffalo, as a news intern when I was 15. And every single bit of knowledge I could get, I was like a sponge. I talked to everyone. There was some, a legendary anchorman, Irv Weinstein, who spent a lot of time with me and, and gave me great advice. And when I did something that wasn't correct or could have been done better, one of the photographers said, hey, Dave, do it this way. Gary Papa and... and uh, uh, Colonel Ange, you worked for the Papa family for yes, many, years, many years, and Gary was no longer with us. I worked for him for many years in high school and uh, in college, and he always taught us we get the job done, we do it right, no matter what. And that means if we've got to wait to eat, we've got to wait to do something else, and that was instilled. And even today, when we had our, uh, our Alpha Pleasure Fest, uh, recording this, uh, this the day after, but yesterday... When we had the Pleasure Fest, we had some adversity. We had water. We had rain. We had to scramble. There was no panic. We dealt with it. And I hesitate to think what one of these wussified betas or one of these, uh, these uh, everyone's a champion, everybody's a winner <laughs> kids, what they would have done yesterday. There would have been they no show. They would have started crying. There would, well, have, there would have been no show. And what I've hair. always done with, uh, uh, with um, both my boys, General, is tell them the true measure of a man is not how you react when things are going well. It's how you react when they're not. That's Amen. right. That's exactly right. And my father always taught me, you know, you, you accept criticism, make it better. And now you tell kids, I've got a friend of mine who's... Uh, who uh, runs a very big company here in the Cigar City, and he was telling me that uh, they tried to correct a couple of the employees doing things, and uh, they immediately wanted to file a report at HR saying, I felt, I felt threatened. Threatened because you were, you were, in a rational way, being told how to do the job correctly? <laughs> and this is what we are producing. One year of mandatory military service for every 
uh, woman or every every uh, uh, boy and girl in this country at the age of 18, it'll make a huge difference, and we won't have all these deadbeats that think they're champions and want a handout. General, my son Brendan is in his sixth year in the Army National Guard, and before that, he was never on time. He was lazy. His room was a mess. He is a completely transformed person. He is be, he's becoming a wonderful citizen, right. part of our uh, you know Buffalo community. He's a guard at uh, Attica State Pen- or Attica Penitentiary now. He is a completely different person six years later. Tim, better than that, how does he feel about himself? Oh, he, he, his, he is so motivated. Mm-hmm. His self-esteem is unbelievable. He's just doing wonderful. Moral of the story is we have to toughen up the kids. They should absolutely go to one year. Then you wouldn't have these protesters demanding safe spaces, demanding to acknowledge your white privilege. And this is nonsense. And, and I'm going to tell you, the, the word African-American is also a joke. It was a derived term. When people say, what's your nationality? I say, I'm American. I don't say that I'm Egyptian-American, I'm European-American. There's, we all, I don't, none of you have ever said, I'm Italian-American. Well, no. Mick, you, 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 you just say only you're, you're Italian, British-American. Only at the Italian-American club. There you go. <laughs> but everybody's American. And that's exactly what we have to get to. And there is no question that this president has tried to divide people. And isn't it amazing? We never had all these race issues, it seems, until the last four or five years. Everything was, was uh, on track. More opportunities for everyone. But again, it's never enough. And one-year mandatory service would take care of the problem. Well, General, we had them back in the 60s, and I feel we're regressing back to the 60s. Uh, I, I, think, think, yeah. I think you're exactly right. We've made progress. And that's why I look at Ben Carson. And here's a, a, a person who his mother was very strict on him and became a renowned surgeon. And uh, now all of a sudden, again, you see people criticizing him for this and that. But here's a guy that's exemplary of what this country he Absolutely. was top of his profession, and I like what he said. I never really looked at a person's color when I was operating on their brain. It was all the same color. <laughs> so he's exactly They're correct. They're all bleeding the same way. Lieutenants, when we come back, I'm going to tell you about what is going on in the People's Republic of Massachusetts. It is an outrage. If you are between the ages of 18 and 21, then you are too stupid to make up your own mind on a number of different matters. We will get into that final and concluding segment of this post-Thanksgiving and post-Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at the Rock Edition of the Cigar Dave Show is next. Check out the all-new CigarDave.com. Get info on the cigars and libations the general enjoys during the show. Get recipes from the pooch pit and drink cocktails, too. You can listen to the show on our 24-7 stream or download the latest podcast to listen to anytime. Get it all at CigarDave.com. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Tradition 
traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. Arriving as a wussified beta male, departing as a certified alpha male. Cigar Dave, mission accomplished. Give me one week at Cigar Dave's Alpha Boot Camp. Give me the most wussified beta you have, and by the time I'm done, they will have nads of steel. They will not complain of being microaggressed. They need a safe cocoon. They will not want to sing Kumbaya. And they will certainly not be a vegan. That I can absolutely guarantee you. <laughs> now let's go to the People's Republic of Taxachusetts. Massachusetts, which uh, has been known as anti-cigar, anti-pleasure, certainly not anti-alcohol because the Kennedys are from there. So they are uh, very, very... <laughs> and Colleen. And that's exactly <laughs> right, Portuguese princess. You looked at me then, General, when you said well, anti-alcohol. The latest thing is now fantasy sports. People are saying, or many of these governments and attorneys general in New York are saying, well, it is gambling. And, of course, FanDuel and DraftKings are saying no because there is skill involved and there is a little exclusion in the rule. Whether there is or there isn't, these are adults that are participating in this. And I've always believed if you are old enough to vote at the age of 18, old enough to die for your country, then you are damn old enough to enjoy a cigar, to enjoy a spirit, and certainly to place a wager. Well, Massachusetts under their Democrat Attorney General, Maura Healey, is now proposing prohibiting people under the age of 21 from playing paid fantasy sports games under new regulations for the multi-billion dollar industry that were laid out last week. The proposal would also ban fantasy competitions based on college sports, 
prohibit promotions of paid fantasy sports on high school and college campuses and bar professional athletes, agents, others connected to pro sports from taking part in paid fantasy contests. And the uh, attorney general who came out with these proposed regulations said these are games that you carry around with you in your pocket and lose money at the touch of a button. This is an important step to protect consumers here in Massachusetts. Now, that's interesting. Games you carry around with you in your pocket lose money at the touch of a button. So she wants to make it illegal. What about the state lottery? Where you can go in a dollar in a dream, as all the advertising says, and you can go in at 18 legally, and you can go to a state-sanctioned, uh, play a state-sanctioned game of chance where your odds are worse than getting hit by lightning. But yet, we see advertising in every state, 10 million, 100 million, 300 million mega jackpot, just a dollar, just two dollars. So I find the uh, hypocrisy amazing. The biggest addicts to gambling are the states. And this is a ridiculous proposal, and this to me is, is ludicrous because think about this. You are 18. You can go die for your country but you can go play the lottery, but now they're going after fantasy. And here's another interesting one from Massachusetts. Boston Mayor Marty Walsh, a recovering alcoholic. It seems there's a lot of recovering alcoholics in Massachusetts. The Kennedys, I'm sorry, they never did recover. They were still <laughs> alcoholics. He has just proposed raising the minimum smoking age from 18 to 21. He said, we know the consequences of tobacco use are real, can be devastating. These proposed changes send a strong message that Boston takes the issue of pre preventing tobacco addiction seriously, and I hope that message is heard throughout Boston and across the entire country. Wait, You know what's a little more devastating? Putting your life on the line for I was just going to say. Yeah. And, and possibly losing life and limb. Correct. And this is, I wonder how many of these But at 18, they can do that. And they all want to be able to vote yeah, at 18. Yeah. Now, let me ask you, if we said, if I came up with a proposal, a Republican came up with a proposal to say, we believe that because you have to be 21 to smoke and 21 to play a certain uh, games of chance, then we believe you must be 21 to vote in an election. What the hell do you think would happen? These Democrats would jump up and down. So my feeling is, if you're old enough to vote, then you are damn old enough to smoke a cigar, and you are damn old enough to be able to wager on some sort of fantasy sports. That's what I. That's my position, yeah, and I'm yeah. sticking to it. Yeah, you know, General, yeah. I pay enough taxes. I have never bought a lottery ticket in my life. I, As have I. I refuse to pay more tax. That's remember exactly what, that's right. Remember what Voltaire said: the tax, uh, the lottery is a tax on the ignorant. That's correct. Another great show after our Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest. Portuguese Princess Colleen Voice Talent Ed, Mick so the much. Brit, Captain Paul, Colonel Ange, Puff Puff and Lori, Exo Tim, Captain Sai, Cigar Dave, the General saying, Mayor Humidor, always be full. Mayor Cutter, always be sharp. Mayor Ashby, extra, extra long. Semper Delictatio, always pleasure. At 18, Lieutenants, you enjoy a cigar, you wager, you live the alpha male good lifestyle. <laughs>